Welcome to BSD Talk number 124. It's Monday, August 6, 2007. I just have an interview for you today, so here it is. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with Chris Moore. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I wanted to talk to you today about the upcoming release of PC BSD version 1.4. I guess beta, the beta version is out now. So could you describe right. a little bit about what we're going to be seeing for 1.4? Well, for those who aren't familiar or haven't been following, I mean, there's a lot of new changes in this 1.4 release. You know, some of the basic vital stats you'll want to hear is it's running now on FreeBSD 6 stable, so we'll have support for some of the Intel high-definition audio and some of the new things they've added into the uh, 6 stable source tree. Uh, the other big thing is KDE 3.5.7, which is the latest one out uh, at the moment. We also will be including Flash support right out of the box with Flash 7 at the moment. But we got our fingers crossed if we can get Flash 9 working properly. We'll include that as, as well. Um, other big features, uh, Barrel for 3D support is built in. It's not required, but it is available if you want to go ahead and play with it. We also will now be including the NVIDIA drivers, uh, all three versions of it. So you can go all the way back to your legacy cards or use the latest driver on your 8800 GTX, whatever you got. Um, those are some of the main features. We've added some new tools and utilities to this release as well, including a new network manager, which is very nice for setting up Wi-Fi networks or hardwired Ethernet. makes it real easy to scan and get hooked up to your local SSID. Um, we've also had a new XGUI configuration tool, which uh, after the first boot during installation, it will allow you to set up your X resolution any way you want it now, as opposed to just auto-detecting and forcing you to a certain res. You can pick a res you want click the test button, and it'll go ahead and try it for you. You know, click OK if you like it type thing, and then it boots back into the OS. You know, there's a few other things under the hood, some more technical stuff, but you can always refer to the release notes. Or if you want to try it out, we actually are offering a tri-weekly development ISO, so you can kind of follow along with the process and see what we're adding each week. Is this a install only, or is there an upgrade path from a previous version of PCBSD? There's also an upgrade path. When you boot up off the CD, you'll be given the option if you want to do a fresh installation or an upgrade. The upgrade's going to preserve your home directories and your PBI folders, any programs you may have installed, but it will completely erase and reinstall the rest of the OS since this is a big jump from 1.3. What about support for widescreen laptops? That actually works really well. I'm running a widescreen on uh, one of my laptops here. My desktop's even running a widescreen, and uh, we have all those resolutions built right in. So as your driver supports it, and usually if you're on NVIDIA or until they do, uh, you should have pretty good support right out of the box. And you've mentioned certain proprietary software like Flash and the NVIDIA drivers. Are these both native ports for BSD, or is the Flash just Linux emulation? Well, the Flash is still the Linux emulation. We're actually trying to work with some of the people over at Adobe to get a native port. I know everyone's been talking about that for a long time, and there's some stuff happening that may make it happen here in the future. Um, I guess they're waiting for some native tools to be ported over and such. But uh, when we get that, we will include it. But for now, we're using Linux Flash 7, although we've seen some stuff coming out with some patches that may make Flash 9, the Linux version, work properly. So if we can get that working, we'll include it as well. Do you include any wireless card drivers 
I know the Broadcom, I think, or the Intel ones are a little difficult sometimes to get the firmware for. Well, we actually do include the Intel firmware. We have the agreement to redistribute that, and it will be in the license when you accept the license agreement during the installation. Um, everything else is just going to be the same. You're going to have in a FreeBSD 6 stable at the moment. But, yeah, the Intel stuff should work right out of box. I've actually tried that on a couple laptops here, and they work pretty nicely. And there's two CDs that you can download, right? Correct. CD1 is really the only one you need if you just want to have a basic system up and running. It includes all the things I mentioned before. The second CD includes your language packs plus something we call optional components. Now a new feature we have in 1.4 is during the installation, it'll list some optional things you may want to install. Things, for example, is the uh, KDE Games package or the K-Office package, the SDK toolkit, or Opera, Firefox, OpenOffice, a few packages of that nature are all on the second CD. And if you select them, it'll just prompt you to insert disk to during the installation, and uh, all of those programs will be available at your first boot. And when you say packages, you mean PBIs as opposed to the more traditional ports and packages with FreeBSD? Well, it's, it's kind of a mixture. The KDE tools are the regular FreeBSD packages, and those can actually be removed later on via the Add or Move Components feature in the uh, operating system. So you can go back and add, say, the KDE Games package or the SDK tools or KOffice as you need it or remove it. Um, the other packages, Firefox, Opera, OpenOffice, those are PBIs, which will just get loaded in the background onto your system so they're available when you boot up with uh, icons on your uh, game menu. And what architectures are supported, and are any new architectures supported in 1.4? Well, it's still going to be the same i386 support. Um, we're still eyeing a x64 version. Uh, don't have a timetable on that yet. We were waiting for a few things to get fixed up that we'd like. One of the big features we want to include is the ability to run 32-bit applications properly, PBIs, etc. That way we don't have to fork a whole other PBI download site of just 64-bit binaries. And once we get that figured out and working, we'll definitely release a 64-bit native. I'm trying to remember, is this the, or will this be the first new release of PCBSD since your collaboration with IX Systems? Uh, more or less. 1.3 was actually released after uh, I had gone together with IX Systems, although most of the work had actually been done previous to the selling with and merging with IX Systems there. So, yeah, this this will be the first release where I myself have been working full-time on it, you know, every five days a week or seven, depending on how much work I got to do. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot different in this, and you'll notice from getting more time to work on it. And how has that been in general, you know, working – with a company that's very BSD friendly and what's the effect been on your ability to get work done and you know, are you doing more meetings or more development? More development for sure. This has been actually wonderful. The arrangement has worked out great. Basically, IX Systems is uh, paying me full time to work and develop on this software and they're they're big supporters as well. So they're doing everything they can to bring things to the table. For example, the flash agreement so we can include flash binaries. Things I probably wouldn't have the ability to go out and get on my own as just a part-time guy sitting in my home, you know, trying to get a hold of people. Whereas Matt Olander over at IX has been able to get all this stuff done and make this release come together a lot better than it has in the past. And what are you most excited about for yourself in PCBSD 1.4? Oh, most excited. Now, the barrel stuff's pretty cool. Obviously, not everyone's going to want to run it, but uh, you know, when we go out to trade shows and show it, that's definitely the eye candy that draws people over. One of the things I will mention that I am probably the most excited about, it's not in the dev ISOs yet, but we're eagerly awaiting all these patches to the six stable tree, which will allow wine support to work properly. 
I've actually been playing with them here and managed to get a fully functional, loaded, and running World of Warcraft game up within a few minutes. I mean, it's working real well. So we're hoping these patches, as they mature, we will actually include them in the 1.4 before release so that uh, we'll have better wine support right out of the box. One thing that's made a lot of news recently, at least over in the Linux camp, has been the agreement with Dell to bundle Ubuntu Linux on those workstations. Are there any agreements in the works to get PCBSD on workstations out of you know that are shipping out of companies? Uh, not that I can talk about at the moment. <laughs> we may actually have something like that down the road. I know IX Systems is looking at offering a desktop and a laptop preloaded with PCBSD. But we may actually have some other companies down the road that may wish to do that as well. And while this might be a little premature, I assume you're starting to freeze what features you're bringing into 1.4, which obviously has people start asking questions like, what's coming in the next release? Have you started that planning process? Yeah, actually we have. What we've done is we've frozen the interfaces and we're actually getting the uh, translation files ready to go out to the translator so we can get that all wrapped up before the official release. Um, since we've frozen the features, uh, we're not adding any new features. We're just going through and trying to bug fix old ones, obviously, that we've put in. Uh, next release, we've got some things we're working on, some new ideas and features we're, we're talking about, maybe a graphical uh, front end to the NDIS gen tool so you can wrap your own drivers if for some reason your Wi-Fi doesn't work. A few other things, such as, oh, I'm not sure which ones I want to talk about, but there, <laughs> there's a few of them. We want to do a cloning tool as well, so you can make a backup of your entire operating system to a CD or DVD or maybe a network file, and then should, say, you upgrade your hard drive or hardware, you can restore that back to the drive and get everything back. Is there compatibility between versions with the PBIs, or do they have to rebuild all the PBIs when the new version comes out? Actually, most of them are pretty compatible. Usually, the idea behind it is it should work on any version since they're self-contained. We've run across a couple where they're a little more tricky, and for example, the developer may have forgotten to include a library, so we're going back and fixing a couple of those. But generally, you know, out of box, you should be able to go and load up a 1.3 PBI, like Firefox or Opera or, or uh, OpenOffice, and they all work uh, the same on 1.4 as they did on 1.3. And in general, how has the growth of PBI availability been? It's actually been real good. We have uh, uh, Gonzalo, one of our guys now, is the full-time PBI developer. He's actually going through here and uh, working just on PBIs and doing an excellent job getting new ones built and adding ones to the PBI directory. We've also kind of redone the structure a little bit so it's easier for people to submit and get their PBIs looked over and then approved to get listed on PBI, which is really nice. So I'm hoping with this next release, as we improve some of the PBI tools and abilities, that you're going to see a lot more start showing up in the directory. And how long do you think you'll stick with FreeBSD 6 as your base? This will probably be the last release on FreeBSD 6. The plan is down the road sometime next year, release the next version of PCBSD built on FreeBSD 7 and with a KDE 4 now. And those are the two major upgrades we want to support. Do you have a time-based release schedule, or is it just one of the when it's done? We try and shoot for a six-month cycle where we get a new update out every six months, but this one's taken already about eight months. So it could be sometime after the first of the year, I don't know, early to late spring maybe. <laughs> we'll see. And are there any other topics that you wanted to talk about today? 
you know, obviously we're looking for anybody who wants to help beta test still. The beta is available and the uh, dev ISOs are available. We want to get as much feedback as we can to make this release as solid as it possibly can be. Very interested in people testing the video part of the uh, install or making sure the XGUI tool works, they can set their native resolution, uh, 3D works, for example, for Intel cards and NVIDIA. If you run any issues with those, we would love to hear from you so we can get those fixed. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, thank you very much, Will. It's always a pleasure to be here. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk, number 124.